Welcome to the Nightly Rant. I'm Mike. And I'm Toria. This is the show where we talk about the awful things that have happened in our day, the awesome things that have happened in our day, and all the things in between. Thanks for listening, and we truly hope you enjoy. that we just heard i don't even know that's just ridiculousness is anyone else offended like me i i'm offended like you you know what's funny besides the lunacy we witnessed tonight it was almost a month ago i think i'd have to check maybe less that the los alamitos meeting happened and it's like two weeks and the same circus was there the exact same circus. Exact same circus. Except they added one new clown. One new clown? One. Who was the new clown? Well, let's just call the clown, for sake of argument, hmm, we'll call him Dana. <laughs> Are you okay with that? I'm okay with that. All right. And then we had, who 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 came after Dana in the speakers list? Mission Viejo Dude. Mission Viejo Dude. Okay, well, we'll explain why he's a Mission Viejo Dude when we get Mission Viejo Dude. Then there was? Guy from the News. News Guy, I call him. Guy from the News. We'll talk about why he's Guy from the News later, too. And by the way, we actually, we actually have names on these people, but... We opted not to share we them. We opted not to share them for a lot of reasons. We don't want to promote what they're doing, and we don't want to promote against what they're doing. I.e., like Supervisor Spitzer, who is riling up people against the homeless so that there's been vigilante acts of violence against um, the homeless people. Yeah, we didn't it is just down. dead wrong, and that's why we will never... We could think the person is a total and complete bozo. And we're not going to tell you who they are. Sorry, but the best you're going to get from us is nicknames like Racist Grandpa and Guy Who Looks Like Mike Pence, even though we learned what Guy Who Looks Like Mike Pence's real name is. And it's right? awfully close to Mike Pence. That's all I'm going to say. Awfully close. Awful close. Like, uh Really close. And uh, Anyway, so we got... Anyway. But, but see, you know, then there's some people who are public figures, like, you know, Todd Spitzer. Who wasn't there? We're just going to name them. And he wasn't there tonight. No, he wasn't. It's not his issue. Also, homelessness is let's just be clear. None of the Orange County supervisors were there or had any representation there. The incumbent 
Rich lady wasn't there? Of course not. What was she doing? I don't know. Knitting? But wait, 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 wait. Doesn't she supposedly support this whole concept? That's what the news says. That's what her best bro Dana says. Well, okay, well, let's talk about what Dana said. Okay. So, hold on. Let me play for you what Dana said. I'm Eric Peterson, Mayor Mike Member of the City Council. I am here to support the Huntington Beach City Council authorization for City Attorney Michael Gates to prepare and file a lawsuit against the state of California and the state attorney general challenging the legality of SB 54 on constitutional grounds to preserve the right and ability of Huntington Beach to continue to exercise local control and additionally to allow the city attorney to work with other county or other municipalities that wish to join in this effort. So today we are talking about an issue that is of vital importance to the well-being of the American people and to our liberty and to, and to this state and this city. Sanctuary cities and states, no matter how well intended, will do nothing more than attract more and more and ever more illegal immigrants into our state. And even worse, this particular item, SB 54, will attract even more criminals who happen to be illegal immigrants. The illegal immigration invasion of the United States, uh, especially here in California, has dramatically undermined our quality of life, the quality of our health care, the quality of our education of our children. All have been brought down. Even our wages have been bid down. The wages of our lowest income people have been bid down and as has low income housing been taken because of this massive flow into our country. The American people and the people here deserve a right to have their government protecting their interests, not from other Americans. We are all Americans of every race, religion, and ethnic group. But from people on the outside who come here illegally, we shouldn't, there shouldn't be any question as to whose side that we are on. Today, SB, today, SB 54 isn't just about a new So what do you think about that? There are no words. 
But the oh, like okay, there are no words. But to what, describe. what stands out to you about that? I mean, it could be what he said or how it was said. What stands out to you about there, that? There's a big problem with what happened just now. Okay, the two things that stick in my head almost I don't know three hours after Dana we heard Dana speak is the fact that one he went first and two. He did not receive the same two-minute restriction as anybody else. And I will say... That's bullshit. And I will say that him going first wasn't even something I considered because he's like 100 years old and needs to go to bed. I just think it's interesting. And out of respect for him, he is technically the highest-ranking government official at that meeting, regardless because he's um, he's the congressman, so he's over that whole district, and that's whole congressman is all the country. Yeah, he goes to Washington D.C. He's part of and Congress with dudes. Okay, yeah, and they make they vote on the laws. What's the what's the Congress equivalent for the state of California called? Would like there's oh, a Senate the and there's a okay. Thank you. Yeah, the assembly is more of a numbers-based thing, um, but even the Senate is a little kind of a numbers-based thing, too. So, Okay. I'm clear now. Anyway. Sorry. What's interesting, my, my US civics is- what, what's interesting, though, is to listen to him, you know, you feel him going first was showing elitism, and it could be taken that way. I totally get that. But I also think that it could be taken as just showing respect for the elder statesman there. You know, who was the biggest position in the whole place. I think they were just showing him respect. And then I think that they showed the undersheriff the respect right afterwards. Right. Because the undersheriff was the highest ranking law enforcement officer in the building. You see? So you had the highest civil servant and the highest law enforcement officer going first and second. Well, and that's how we can definitively know that Nobody from the board of supervisors was there because they would have been in that initial. They would have been before the undersheriff, or well, not necessarily before. They're on the same level. They'd have been in there with the pack of yeah people who were yeah yeah. They'd have been there. So that's interesting. Interesting. What did what stuck out to you? Same thing. Well, that he got to talk a lot. And yeah. all the other things that you said just yeah. now? Yeah. He was granted... They cut the meeting time, the speaking time down to two minutes, smartly. Okay. Right. They cut it down to two minutes Um, for interest of speed. Well, and let's be real. There was only two comments made to me. They were just repeated. Over and 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 over. So who was after? There was the... There was Dana... Then there was under sheriff man. Then there was hold on, hold on. There was under sheriff man. Then there was who was after under sheriff man? Um, you know some random dude. Mission Viejo guy was the next guy. Well, he's the list. next person on that we'd like all of you to hear. Yeah, Mission Viejo guy is gonna be the next person you're yeah. gonna hear. We have to give some some pre story to this guy. I heard this guy running his mouth, walking up and down the stairs in the council chamber, and then I see him in line, and I turned to you and I went, "You have to record this guy." There's going to be something to chat about here. Right. So we recorded it. So we recorded him, and he said, listen. 
I came all the way here from the I biked all the way here from the success story that is Mission Viejo to uh, attend this. I am Penny Strong. I mispronounced my name earlier. It is very important that we recognize the difference between immigration and burglary. Immigration is when you come here legally through the proper vetting process, when you come in through the border checkpoint and you get papers. Burglary is when you trespass across the border. These people, our opposition does not understand this. Moreover, it is very important that when we enforce the, that when, that when people come here illegally, when they break the laws to come here, that the laws be enforced properly. We're not, and, I, and as I as I mentioned in Mission Viejo, they vote in. in, in this is a, of course, if you just count illegal immigrants alone, they vote over ninety percent in favor of big government social policies, like welfare, state, and stuff that have a negative impact on businesses. They have a negative impact on everything. And Javier Becerra openly said that he's willing to uh, violate private property rights to to basically deal with these people. So I urge you to vote, I urge you to do what my home city did and vote in favor of item 15. Thank you. So this guy <laughs> rode a bicycle Only for Mission from Viejo. Mission Viejo. Who does that? Who does that? I don't. It is crazy when I have you to think know about how far that is. Hold on. I'm I'm checking it too. Second. Thirty-one miles away. How long would that take on a bicycle? It says that right now it would take thirty-six minutes by car. That's doing sixty-five so it miles. Like, it would take like four and a half hours. By I bicycle. think it has to. If one way. One way. Not bicycle all the way from Mission Viejo. He said he did. I feel like we need to listen to him again. No. I feel like. He kind of looked like somebody who doesn't have a home. A little bit. He looked a little. Mm, I hear you. Unkempt. Potentially. So maybe he regularly rides his bike around, and in the last like month, he's migrated from Mission Viejo to Huntington Beach. But there is no freaking way he is riding his bike back home to Mission Viejo after this meeting. Yeah. I That's agree with you. Asinine. I completely also, agree. Also, it would currently take 35 minutes by car oh. on the freeway. Bicycles don't go on the freeway. No, on the freeway, no. So let's be real. More like five and a half hours. Yeah. Mr. Bicycle to get home. I disagree. Okay. So who so who comes up after Mission Viejo, dude? After Mission Viejo, dude, we have Kai from the News. News guy. Now this guy, there's they allege that this guy goes around to different cities and stirs up trouble because he's a huge Trump supporter and he has decided that when the Republicans won the presidency and took over the Congress, that the other side got nasty and were really mean to them at town hall meetings. So, his retaliation is, he's going to be mean right back. And after what we witnessed tonight, I believe that he is sent there by someone, some great mysterious someone, to rile up 
the agreeing people. Because if you'll, he was there when we arrived and the, the crowd was sparse. Like we found six. And immediately. But kudos to me for thinking of what time to get there because what did you just say? We what? We found seating. We didn't stand outside this time. Okay. A plus for you. Anyway, he's pacing up and down the aforementioned stairs. Right. Starting the chain. And like, there was no point. Shut up. You're in an enclosed space. Do you really need to scream? Build that wall? Build that wall? But we heard them. The chants that you heard at the beginning! The what the fuck was that chant? Was started by this guy right here. Let's have a listen. Listen to it. I am a proud Californian and a proud American. This country, this state is still very much America. I urge you to pass a resolution opposing Senate Bill 54. Pass an ordinance. Be the second domino with Los Alamitos. Third, round the world. And let it be a sound of restoration for this fair flat republic. A little history lesson. This is not stolen land. This is land that was bought and paid for. And even the Mexicans themselves wanted to become Americans. If it's stolen land, it's the Democrats trying to steal it, but we're taking it back! Don't stop there. We want an amicus brief, not just with the lawsuit, but we want a criminal indictment against Jerry Brown. We want a criminal indictment against Javier Basura, I mean Becerra. Let's talk about Ruth. She didn't break into Israel. She had a sponsor. She didn't live off the government. She found a nice man named Boaz and got married. Became a citizen. Became a Jew herself. So I don't want to hear this garbage about how we have to let the whole world in. Loving my neighbor doesn't mean you can kill me. Or like what happened to Kate Steinley, she was murdered in broad daylight. Thank you, Mr. Thompson. Americans first and make California Does he not sound like he's rehearsed those words just a little bit? That speech is very well prepared, good sir. Very well prepared. And even the delivery. Yeah. It reminds me of when I was practicing my stump speech. Well, he has I'm trying the... to work on emphasizing certain parts of the message. Let's be real. His teleprompter says, pause for effect. That's how well yeah. prepared his speech yeah. is. Yeah. Come on now, Mr. Paid Protester. Yeah, makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. I, I didn't think about that, but yeah, he, he's got his message right there. Mm-hmm. And boom. Yeah, he was reading it off of his phone. Yeah. I could do that. I got a teleprompter exactly. on my phone. I got a teleprompter on the iPad. I could do that easily in my sleep. Exactly. So that was that. I don't. There's not much to say about that guy because I feel like he gets enough freaking news time. Then there was somebody special to us. Now, 
I'm not going to say who it is yet, but you are going to say it when I ask you to. We Hold on. Hold on. The last time we talked about the Los Alamitos issue, we talked about the lady who we now affectionately call Smoker Lady. Smoker Lady. Or Smoker Lady. Remember Smoker Lady that argued with me? And screamed at you? And didn't realize it? I probably agreed with, oh, I don't know, 80% of what she had to say. Maybe maybe only 70%, but possibly as high as 80% maximum. She didn't even think about that. She just, ba-bam, ba-bam, she's talking shit to me. And I'm sitting there going, really? That's not how you I You defended someone from the other side. Yep. Therefore... You must be yeah, on unfair. The That's what I forgot side. about that. I forgot about that. That really nice. He was a rabbi too. Holy hell! The pastor. rabbis are getting beat up. He was a pastor. They're getting beat up. These people. I know the 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 poor religious guys. Let them be religious. I am not a religious person. Anybody who knows me would know that after going to church on Easter Sunday, my mother asked me if I was sure I hadn't <laughs> burst into flames on the way into the church. So. That's me. <laughs> but I, I hadn't thought about the impact of her words. Until just me. You have a serious issue with the cocksuckers tonight that were disrespecting both the rabbis that spoke. Yes. And I have a serious issue for the cocksuckers in the last meeting who decided they wanted to disrespect the pastor. The rabbi. Yes. You know. And then when I and then when I defended the pastor. Then smoker, smoker lady had to come over and, and talk crap to me. And, go full and she was all full savage and she was in front of a no smoking sign. Would it be would it be so 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 hold on? Let's listen to what she had to say. I think it's a little improved this time. Let's listen. <laughs> Does it pick my pocket? California pays over $23 billion annually for the care of illegals and their dependents. Included in that cost is $12.3 billion to pay for 12 education, $4 billion in medical care, $800 million in public assistance, $4.4 billion in administration of justice functions, $1.6 billion in general government services. State officials have conceded that the passing of AB60, which gave driver's license to illegals, is at a cost of $64.7 million a year to taxpayers. So who's paying for this? They say that the cost is offset by the estimated $3 billion in taxes that illegals pay. Now, I'm not a math scholar, but assuming that's true, American citizens are still on the hook for $20 billion annually to keep up with these expenditures. Thank you. I also contest that the same taxes that the illegals pay would be paid by Americans if they had those jobs. Because of Hollywood and Silicon Valley, California is the sixth largest economy. So why does California rate the highest in poverty? 24% of Californians live beneath the federal poverty line. So are the criminal illegal aliens that sanctuary cities protect, are they actors in Hollywood or tech geniuses at Google? Which of, the, which of the economic stats do they contribute to? Now, going back to the Jefferson quote, does it break my leg? Illegal aliens nationwide are 3.5% of the U.S. population, but 37.6% of federal sentences. They're 
0.6% of all offenders. They're 12% of murder sentences, 20% of kidnapping sentences, 16% of drug trafficking. In California, there's 70% of the population, but 12% of the state prison population. Thank you, Ms. So she's bringing numbers. Yeah, she came prepared tonight. But she said she's not a math wizard. I thought that was interesting. Well, I guess she's fantastic. Admitting her numbers are probably mildly falsified because she was handed them by someone else. But doesn't that kind of weaken your argument? Because you're basically saying if you find a mistake, it wasn't my fault, it was her fault. So the rest of my argument doesn't need to be examined because, see, any mistakes were not my fault. They were her fault. You get what I'm saying? If you're gonna get it's too easy to deflect. If you're going to get up in a group of people and you're going to try to make a friggin' point, one, when you only have two minutes to do it, start out by discrediting yourself by saying you're not a math wizard. Yeah. Can't you just shit out your facts and call it a day? It's Why just, do we have to do that? It's bizarre. The approach was bizarre and weird. Yet, I'm going to point something out, okay? I'm going to point something out. You Me. said she was reasonable. I didn't. I didn't find her reasonable at all. But really? you found her reasonable. And that tells you something. She accomplished what she set out to accomplish. Because if you felt she was reasonable, there were other people there who felt she was reasonable and not the ones who she was there with. Just new people who didn't know about her. They also felt she was reasonable. Let me define what I classify as reasonable in the situation of tonight's meeting. She came to the podium with facts and not hate and build that wall. And they may be completely made up facts. I do not know. I have no fact checked what she said, but she came with fact instead of hate. And I approve. Okay. That makes, that, that actually makes a lot more sense because to me, why I found her unreasonable is because she threw that thing in there. If I've made a mistake here, it wasn't me that made the mistake. It was that person over there. So trust me. And immediately you think to yourself, well, if you're able to blanket say that if there's been a mistake, that person was the fault, that means that that person is the one who gave you all this information. You're not the one that said it. They're the ones who said it, and you're just parroting it. The most memorable thing I heard tonight was the one comment we kind of heard, overheard from somebody else. The whole saying that the people who are in opposition of SB 54 are making america hate again yeah she says they go from city to city i wrote the same thing down that she says they go from city to city and by the way it was right after our boy the star of the little episode episode. star he had his say and then this person stood up there from the other side and said I just want you to know that there are people uh, that have been speaking tonight who have gone to every single meeting and I'm paraphrasing. And so you, you, and said the same exact things. So you can't trust them and what they're saying. Right. Right. But she gave herself an out for her, for her numbers. And that's why I don't think she's reasonable because any mistake I find along the way, it's not her, it's that person. Hey, we were talking Take about ownership. Make America Hate Again. We weren't talking about her anymore. Well, okay. But the thought stuck in my head. Okay. Sorry. I'll let you finish your thought. 
Well, it's just stuck in my head that she's a yes. lunatic, basically, is what I could simplify the whole well, thing Well, I guess that's to. your most memorable moment. But my most memorable moment is to make the America hate again thing. Because we're fully aware of what side of this issue we both believe. Mm-hmm. But we came at our side of the issue, which I'm not going to mention which one it is, without any hate or disdain for any of the other people there. Exactly. We mentioned that there were lunatics on the list with no facts and come with all their bleeding hearts and craziness. Yes, and it's on the episode. I'll have to find the number and I'll put it in the show notes, but it's there. Okay, we said it already. And then there was the people on the right with their racism and their hate speech and their border gnome comments and something else I heard today that was awful that I can't remember. It was directed at the rabbi, so I was offended. Um. Anyway, but why, why does everybody have to come at an issue with this disgusting hatred for the other people sitting in the room? I don't. I, it just that that statement yeah, just really because just because you're on the soul. opposite side of the issue doesn't mean you have to hate people. I heard. I heard one guy talking tonight that you know he wasn't that interesting. It's why we didn't record and talk about him. Also, he wasn't part of the original circus, so you know. he was. But I heard that guy. Is awful. But I heard that guy, you know, say, you know, our opposition, like it's a war. It's supposed to be Americans on both sides coming as close together as they can to make each side comfortable. And I honestly think that's leftover divisiveness from the presidential election. But it's cooperation. Right. You know, when people say, what's the word that people use? We compromised. Mm -hmm. What does that infer to you? If someone, if you hear, oh, well, Mr. A and Mr. Y... They compromised. They found a solution that worked for both both of them. Okay, but one person probably gave up something to get something. Right. Well, both of because, them probably because gave that's why it's a compromise, and so it's possible that it could be lopsided. But when you when you I'm trying to think of but the it word, evens out when you work together on all. Well, the when you when you don't just compromise, when you actually cooperate and collaborate together. Once you have collaboration, well, now it's your idea, my idea. Oh, look, here's the great parts of my idea. Here's the great parts of your idea. Click. We're going to put it together into a new idea that's you're getting just as much credit for as I am. So like if it was a business, you're getting 50%. I'm getting 50%. Not this whole, oh, that was all mine. That was all mine. And that's what happens is everybody wants to claim their their credit for everything and, and they want to make the other side the bad guy or the as the guy said opposition right i i don't i don't i don't there are no words so is there anyone else left on the list that we said we were going to talk about later now we have a special picture to show all of you and this guy over here will publish it somehow in his magical podcast ability. It'll be in the show notes. Somewhere. Always in the show notes. This beautiful picture that I took. We took a selfie. A new selfie for you guys tonight. Equally as hilarious. Yes. Of. Drum roll, please. Woo! The fake Mike. The sweet guy. The sound guy. And. Get this, okay? Before we go any further, 
We get there, and I'm not paying attention to where I'm sitting. I just see that there's a bunch of seats in the back row, and I figure that'll be the most comfortable. Now we know why those seats were empty. Because at least we won't have anyone touching us, because they're not going to go behind us and bang into us, right? Right. No, I appreciate it. So I sit down, you sit down, we're talking, and all of a sudden I turn, and I look to my right, and I'm like, oh my god, it's Mike Pence! So I turn to Toria, and I go, isn't that Mike Pence? And I go, it was insane. It was, it was Mike Pence right there, but he wasn't all dressed up. See, no, he was wearing a he was wearing a Make America Great Again t shirt, but he still had his sign. However, his, his sign was different. This his sign did not have the ice hotline on it. It just said "Build that wall" on the back. Deport them all some, and build that wall. Deport them all. Yeah, so yeah, we took a nice selfie for you. We took our selfie with Mike Pence. You can only see half of my face as per the agreement when I decided to be a co-host of this show. (laughs) It's perfect. There you go. It's perfect. So now, let's listen. Let's listen to Mike Pence and how loving and kind he is. Let's listen. Uh, My name's Mike. I'm a... I come here, uh, and please for the record, your last name. Uh, I'm here to ask respectfully that you uh, oppose SB 54 and send a message to our uh, our governor. And another thing I would like to ask you all is to show respect and vocally support our president. And uh, I would like to quote our president. He said, we will build a great wall. And then we will start removing illegal aliens. And then we'll have a rejuvenation of our our lives. Be rid of all these millions of unwelcome, nobody asked them to come here, they just showed up. To remove them all out of here. That means you, whoever said that. Thank you. Can you believe that? One A plus human being, there, folks. So nice, right? Loving and kind. He's just special. He is a uniter. Now let's pay special attention to the end of that, where somebody from the left yelled just like you yeah let me let me let, hold on let, let's hear that again to remove them all out of here that means you whoever said that thank you there you go what do you think of that and he just like lost his simple little mind he lost it it went flying and he screamed at everyone and gestured and pointed like dude you're gonna have a coronary can yeah, you take six die. breaths little dude's gonna die of a heart attack there is a lot of anger built up in tiny little fake mike pence it, there is where does that shit come from and could you could you also tell that like while he was speaking he was consciously not calling them i don't know the the undertones I got were disgusting, filthy animals. Yeah. That's the undertone I got from it. Yeah. 
I don't know how you all felt. If you feel differently or think there are, you know, more vulgar words I could use to describe what he was saying, send us an email because I'd love to hear your opinion. Info at yogispodcastnetwork.com I won't even mail you anything nasty if you disagree with me. I just truly want to hear your opinion. Yeah, it will be interesting to see because, let's be honest, we all either agree with him or we don't. And I don't mean by when I say we all either go to one side or the other. I don't mean we talked about extremes recently. All right. He's the extreme. And he's one of those extremes. So I'm not talking that you have to be him. But a lot of us are on his side of the center. And then a lot of us are on the other side of the center. And there's extremes on that side as well. I forgot one thing. When fake Mike Pence was bashing the rabbi... The sweet little old grandmother type looking woman, like, you would not expect a foul word to come out of this little old lady at all. She looked like, she she looked like this little old sweet grandma. Like, I know. Seriously. Like, you would pick some wildflowers and she would give you cookies for them. Yeah. Like, she was a grandma type through and through. Imagine our neighbor. Right. She was, she was talking to her friend. She sounded nice. All these things. She looked at him. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> A plus, Grandma. A plus. When you told me that and I turned around and looked to see who she was, I was like, in shock. Because, see, now, remember, in your case, it's shocking because you saw little old sweet grandma and then you heard what little old sweet grandma said. But in my case, heard what was said so i'm expecting like this really like nasty bitchy lady and i get little old sweet grandma and i'm like what the hell where did that said that what yeah. the hell yeah i it was great kudos lady you tell him you tell him every time you see him so there's nobody left on the list right nobody okay good well then let's bring this let's reel this guy in and finish it off because here's the whole thing. We're not looking for another two. We're gonna episode. we're gonna each <laughs> we're gonna each give three things that we took away in a positive way from this thing, and three things that we took away in a negative thing from this thing, and then we'll say goodnight and be done with it. So I, I'm gonna start one one thing positive that I took away um, from this is. It's become very, very, very clear. It was clear before, but it's like perfect focus that one of the things that makes our system great is that people are allowed to address their government officials. They may not be listening to those people. And in a lot of cases, I felt that was the case. <laughs> well, okay, let's face it, especially the mayor and the mayor pro tem. They introduced the measure. Right. Do you think the they're going to vote against it? The mayor pro tem left halfway through. Yeah. Do you Come think back. they're going to vote against it? No. Of course not. So you can sit there all day long and ask them to vote for it. They're already going to vote for it. Those two guys. So now you're down to five people. And I have to believe that the mayor and the mayor pro tem are smart enough in a seven-person city council to have known for sure at least one person was voting for them. Right, And I'm going to tell you that I think it's even worse than that. They know two for They me. were told two were going to vote with them, and they would win four to three. And they might even win five to two or six to one. They don't really care. All they care is that they win. Right. 
Okay, so they wouldn't have introduced the whole thing if they didn't think they had the votes to do it. Because this is, do you know how embarrassing it would be as the mayor to go all on the news and all this stuff and then and then have it fail? That's embarrassing. And as of right now, by the way, it may have been decided. I don't know. But honestly, I don't know. It's, you know, we left because it was for one thing, it was 400 degrees in there. And really, like she said, there's really only two comments all night. One on each side. That's pretty much it, if you ask me. You were talking about positive things, silly man. You got one in. What are the well, other two? Okay, so I was one. Yeah, sorry. I went off on a tangent. It's okay. I'm just trying to put you back on track. The second positive thing that I came away from it with is just understanding how influential and powerful people can be right if they come together around a common cause and unfortunately yes there are those who use the power that they feel in negative ways but the fact that they have that power to begin with is an amazingly good thing right your voices can be heard right that's the key so what do you think what was another thing you learned that was positive well okay i feel like this is gonna sound negative but turn out positive when we were in los alamitos 85 percent of the people who talked had no freaking idea what the fuck they were talking about yeah and i will say that the percentage of people in huntington beach who understand what they are talking about on this issue whether or not their opinion on it is irrational or not. They, they were at least informed. They were informed of what the law is actually doing. You'll notice that significantly more people referred to them as criminal illegal aliens. Because the law is specifically addressing ones who are convicted felons. Uh-huh. So more people are aware of this. And I... I have great respect for people who've at least taken the time to become informed of what they're pissed off about. Yeah. That was my positive thing. I would agree. The other positive things you already mentioned. Okay. Well, do we move on to negative things? Sure. You know how I just said that people are strengthened and given power when they come together around a common cause? Yes. Well, unfortunately, like everything else I'm starting to notice and realize, it's one of the cool, honestly, one of the reasons why I like and continue to do this show, which takes a lot of work because it's five days a week, is because it's making me think and it's opening up my mind to different perspectives because you throw things out at me. And then make me think about something and then I'll go off and research it and be like, oh, wow, that's interesting. But I felt bad about that at first. But honestly, is that how it should be? Yes. Like, you could be on one side of the issue. I could be on the other side of the issue. I'm going to say a few things that are going to pull you closer to me. Mm -hmm. And you're going to say a few things that pull me closer to you. 
And just depending on how good each side's argument is and how truthful it is, that's the key. You're going to, the the truth will prevail because you're going to pull those people over with you. And that's why it has to be a majority, right? And actually, I think, I think, well, yeah, just for a resolution, it just has to be a majority. But like if they had to make it a proposition, I think it has to be two thirds. So your negative thing is that the racists the racists are emboldened in piles. We're just like any other microcosm of society, you have this microcosm there, and they have the racists, and it's like they seem to think it's okay to talk like that about people, and it's not okay. It is not okay to talk like that about people. And I'm gonna re- I'm gonna say what I said during the freedom of speech segments that we had. Okay, I completely respect their right to say what they want to say and how they say it but they also reserve the right to attack how it's said and i will not with what it's said. i can disagree with what's said but i won't attack it because that's okay. not the issue the issue is how it's approached if you approach it with fairness and respect then I'm going to give you fairness and respect back. But if you try to cheat me along the way by lying about your numbers or fudging your numbers or making up stories about things that didn't happen, that's one thing that's notorious on Facebook is there's always somebody whose mother, sister's cousin's brother was homeless or their mother, sister's cousin's brother's friends were homeless and all of them were meth addicts. Right. So because those three guys were meth addicts, and that guy's sample was 100%. He decides that 100% of the homeless are meth addicts. And that's not how statistics work. You're comparing apples to oranges. I have two negative things. Okay. My first negative thing. Hello, Parker. That's my ribcage. My first negative thing is a city council is supposed to do what is best for their city correct? A county board of supervisors is supposed to do what's in the best interest of the county. Government of California to do the best thing, best interest of California. The government of the United States to do the best thing for everybody. The United States. The United Nations to do the best thing for what the world. Okay, so there's our levels. There's a cat butt in my face. Anyway, I feel like in the city they should really I don't know. Either tell the city council where they live and have to prove where they live before they can speak. But let anybody they want speak, obviously, the people from Arizona. They sure had a relevant opinion to Huntington Beach, didn't they, right? But I don't feel like somebody from Arizona should be able to influence the decision being made by the city council. Kind of like when you are... I had an interesting feeling about that, though. Okay. During the meeting, I was thinking this. Did you notice that every other place we've ever gone to a meeting, the public speaking time is random? Like people just go, I want to talk now. And then they get in the line. Oh, I want to talk and get in the line. I want to talk and get in the line. Did you notice that the clerk called out the names 10 at a time? The When we go to the Buena Park City Council meetings, they call out your name when it's your turn to speak. 
But they don't call you ten at a time. Yeah, because there aren't 105 people who want okay, to but speak. You're not, understanding <laughs> my, you're not understanding my point, okay. though. You don't think that they say, all right, well, eight of them are going to be Huntington Beach residents. Two of them are not. It seemed tonight like eight of them were not and two of them were. But maybe that's because out of 125 uh, comments, you know, only what? 25 were from residents then and the other 100 were taking, from other people. They, the, the city council should only be taking those 25 into consideration. That's my whole point. But the state law says that anyone from anywhere, you know why they say that? You could shop in Huntington Beach. You could work in Huntington Beach. You could live in Huntington Beach. Any one of those three things could be true and all three things could be true. But if any one of them were true, you have a right to say what is and is not safe for you in that city. Okay. Okay. Fine. Then maybe you should have to say what your affiliation to Huntington Beach is. I lived here 20 years ago and now I live in Arizona. You know what but I, I want to voice my opinion way, with your city council. But you know what I think is the simplest way to get at a democratic solution? You clearly have to write, you, you should be required to write at least, well, you should have to be required to write your address on there. Now, people can lie, right? People can yes. lie, right? But all that's why the, I said show your ID when you want all to. All the, um, but see, people are going to say that's racist because some people don't have IDs. I'm not going to go any deeper into that, but that's what people say. Okay. In any event, that's the argument against, that's the argument against requiring IDs for people when they vote. It's asinine. We're not going to talk about that. But so that's the argument. Okay. That. And that's what I'm saying. It's why we don't want to talk about it because it's maddening to both of us. So it's not worth it. We'll talk about it another night. Yeah, great topic for something <laughs> another night, but not tonight. Anyway. So, where was I? But you I were talking about why what I said is kind of unreasonable, but it still made me angry. Well, because they the reason is that they have their right to speak. It's They could be affected. And here's my solution, okay, to make it more democratic. You take the ones who are residents, and they get to go first. If there's 30 of them, the first 30 freaking people, and that includes, sorry, that includes the congressman, unless, unless. Well, his he way to Huntington Beach is he's a representative. But of I'm sorry. I can respect him. I'm sorry. I think yes. he should have to live there to go first. Okay. Make him second or third. Don't let him go first. I agree with you. This pisses me off that Residence? they show like special favor to people. Residents of Huntington Beach should get to go first. I'm not saying anybody else shouldn't be allowed to come. Then after that, but I think it should else. be announced where they live. But the, well, sure. But then like after city. that, everyone else should anyone else should be allowed to talk after that. And you're right. They should say, "Yeah, I'm John Smith, and I'm from Long Beach, California. I'm Jane Smith, and I don't live with John. I live in Rosemead, California." You know, when and then we, you get all these things, and you get an idea of where they're from. When we went to the Cypress City Council meeting. And they were talking about allowing the tattoo parlor in Cyprus. Every single resident that caught up said what area of Cyprus they lived in. Yes. The city council could make a decision based on residents who actually lived near where the tattoo parlor was going to be. I just thought it was helpful because the city council of Huntington Beach is supposed to represent the people of Huntington Beach. I don't disagree. And I'm not even going to say that I disagree with your idea about IDs. I'm just telling you that. I get it. It's a very unpopular choice. Yeah, well. What the fuck was my second thing that I was going to say? That I thought was a negative? For me, I I only gave you one. For me, the second thing that bothers me is 
This is just a pet peeve, okay? Oh, I remember. I don't like that people recite statistics without saying where they got the statistics from. Oh, can you at least cite your source? Seriously. I mean, that's all I need to know. New York Times said. Yeah. Then I can Google New York Times and whatever the person say they said. What the hell was the university she kept screaming? Smoker lady. Oh, um, Berkeley. Yeah. Just, she just kept yelling Berkeley in your face. That's not citing your source, lady. Be like, a Berkeley study done in 2014. Not even that is good enough. Right. The freaking year of the study. No, they don't give any kind of references. I remembered my second thing that I was mad at. Go for it. People, people were given two minutes to speak tonight. And not a single person could speak without some other butt weasel. Yes, I'm going there. I'm calling people butt weasels on our podcast. Some other, well, we'll just call them a weasel. Some other weasel fucking talking over them. Not even fake Mike Pence could get away with somebody not somebody not talking over him. Every single person. Well, but here, but you know what? That reminds me of something that bothers me about that. What bothers me about that is worse than that. It's the hypocrisy. Because, you know, if you're on the side of the we want you to fight the SB 54 and we don't want to be a sanctuary city. Your people get up there and talk, and the people opposing you, who have the opposite viewpoint, catcalling boots, say something like, Makes sense "Yeah, go away," and then you say, "Shut up! He's supposed to be allowed to talk. Shut up!" Then, as soon they make, and I'm talking one comment, guys, like, oh, "Get out of here!" That's it. One yeah. comment, and he gets eaten for lunch. Then, when the shoe's on the other foot, and they're talking, it's it's you know chanting something or having some big long dissertation to say over the top of the person rude it is tonight was the kind of night where you were just very clear with me it's the law that everybody get their minutes to speak yeah everybody was given two minutes mandated by the city council Everybody else needs to shut the fuck up for those did two we, minutes. Did we play the USA chant? No. All right. Well, you know what? We're going to end That's in a very patriotic note. End. Patriotic. We're going to end in the USA chant. And we're going to tell you this, okay? The beginning. All I'm going to say is at the beginning part, build that wall. It's offensive to me, but I 100% support their right to want that. And to fight for that. 100%. I would die protecting their right. To say build that wall. To say build that wall. Okay. Okay, I would. Because they're entitled. Okay? It's offensive to me. But that's why I would also die protecting my right to oppose build that wall. Right. Can I end with my fun fact? Sure. Okay. My fun fact for the night, it's illegal to wear the American flag as a cape. And certain people do this. And with that... So so here's the deal. I was going to finish by saying, and then the USA part at the end is because I'm proud that I'm an American and that I can say the things that we've said tonight here on this show. And that I'm proud that people were able to stand up and say what they need, even if some of the thought processes disgust me 
right. I support their right to be able to say those things and demand that the government listen to them. I support that. Right. I get it. And I agree. It's like censorship. They say if you start censoring bad things, it won't be long before you're censoring things. the good things. And then you're only going to be allowed what the government wants you to know. And God forbid that ever. Mm. So with that. Good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye. Hi everyone, this is Mike, and I truly hope you enjoyed this show. You're able to subscribe to this show on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher so as to never miss an episode. If, by chance, you did miss an episode here or there, you can catch up on all shows, past and present, by heading over to yogispodcastnetwork.com forward slash TNR show. Thanks for listening.